Yeah. What's the deal? We're back on What's the Matter with Me podcast, the Godcast, the Dad Podcast, the Fishing Broadcast. Gotta give a big shout out to Hoppin' Hot Sauce because all things come from that. Hoppin' Hot Sauce. It's the best hot sauce, hoppin' hot sauce. It's the best sauce in the world. The world, I'm telling you. Check it out, it's on Amazon. Thank you for tuning into What's the Matter with Me. It's like that first Wu Tang Clan album, it covers a range of subjects. That's what AI told me. I fed the transcript into AI and it was like, it couldn't come up with the theme. And that kind of freaked me out. And it kind of put me off my game a little. Excuse me, it kind of put me off my game. And I know I shouldn't have allowed that, but... It bothered me that not even AI could figure out what my podcast was about. So then I was like, I don't know if I'm going to continue making What's the Matter with Me podcast if artificial intelligence can't even figure out what it's about. And actually, uh, some... Some earlier episodes, I remember talking about that I'm part of the Seinfeld generation, and this is a podcast about nothing, and kind of, that's my comfort zone. I'm like, oh, it's about nothing, then it can't, it can't bother me because it's literally about nothing whatever it's about right now in a second it'll be about something else it's a range of subjects so AI said my podcast was like that and I shouldn't have let it throw me off my game I'm sorry I'm having a text message conversation with Joe about poetry and about different poets and we've been collaborating on poems where I'll write a line and then he'll write one and it's been kind of fun. So, you know, I've been kind of getting more into poetry. I'll get into that. Anyway, I've been texting with Joe. So it's all up in my computer screen. Anyway, before I get into all that poetry stuff, I want to give a shout out to my listeners uh, who reached out to me and were like, no, Keep making your podcasts. And so I want to give some shout outs. I got to give a shout out to the Sandman. I got to give a shout out to Jersey Girl. Shout out to my Empress Nami. Shout out to Rocky. All all of which, and, and probably there's other people I just forgot because in classic style, 
I didn't fact check that. I just went off the dome. Those are the people I can remember emailed me. So I got, you know, some, and I, I also looked at the books and I realized I'm paid up through the end of the year. So I'm going to punt this decision. What's the matter with me podcast 2023? It's paid for. My wife reminded me, not really sure why, but she reminded me. I have all these notes from whatever two or three weeks where I haven't really made what's the matter with me. So I'm just going to run through the notes. I'm just going to run through the notes. My wife reminded me of the time I got nervous with her family and we were at a restaurant and I said that jujubes or what do they call them? Chinese dates. Um, and their apple. Anyhow, they have like a date pit. They kind of taste like styrofoam. I was talking to them and I was like, yeah, they give you copious fecal matter. They were all listening to me and we were at a restaurant. And I think they were just like, who gave this guy the mic? Anyway, I got the mic for the rest of the year. What's the matter with me is paid up, y'all. Recently, I found in my library the Gabor Zabo Bacchanal 1969 CD. And it's more like psychedelic, world music, guitar-centric, instrumental so it kind of like reminds me of Apocalypse Now. My dad sent it to me. Zone Volume 1 and 5 compilations recently came through. And those are produced by George Chen. He's the man behind Zone. And it's like indie experimental music. But I wanted to get something from George. I even got some t-shirts that say Zum on them. Like I'm a walking ad for George. Anyway, the comps are pretty cool. Interesting experimental music. I knew him from Oakland. We went on tour. I rode in the car with him to Canada. A lot of time talking to George when he went on tour. He ate peanut butter and jelly, like grilled cheese, that he brought the bread, the jelly. So he brought his food on tour. He was like on a whole nother level than me and Anthony. We're just having fun. And Joe was on that. Recently, I heard this band on KFJC. I was totally into it. They're called Sick Thoughts, and they're on Total Punk Records. This is a scene that I didn't really know a lot about. It it kind of revolves around these compilations of bootleg punk records. Made by a European guy. I think he's Dutch. 
but he lived in New York City. He would make bootleg pressings and put them on compilation. And the records, the compilation records were called Killed by Death. And he made a lot of them like I heard volume nine and there's there's more there's a couple dozen volumes. I think people started putting out records called Killed by Death Compilation. So it's like it's like seventies, it sounds like thin lizzy. Pretty it's fun stuff. Sick thoughts on total punk records. Killed by death is an interesting wormhole to go down if you want to go there. Sick thoughts is cool though. There's a bunch of videos on YouTube. Sick thoughts on total punk records. Also, I recommend so that's like extreme. 70s punk there's like extreme sexual content about spreading gonorrhea it's really gross um recommended i guess if you're in for that but there it's interesting that this is like a whole cultural you can learn about it on wikipedia that's how i learned about it first and then i heard it and I was like, nah, kind of, all kind of awesome, but kind of gross, the gross stuff. But speaking of gross, you guys, I love poop. This was an interesting thing. I love poop. It's a song. The I love poop. The I love poop song posted by the odd man who sings about poop puke and pee i recommend this whatever this thing is i heard it on the radio and it made me laugh name name poop songs songs so the guy just sings over and over again i la i la i la poop 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 it's pretty great pretty um i heard it on the radio and i and then i was amazed to find out that there is this man who sings people's names and poop. Check it out on YouTube. The I Love Poop song. Something I came across and I was like, I can't, can't skip this. And I've been kind of checking out Olivia Tremor Control, a band that, that I haven't gone that much into but they're a duo, and Will Will Cullen Hart is one of them, and he has MS. He's also an artist. So Olivia Tremor Control has a publishing, has a record label, and they also published a book, a compilation, the collected works of Will Cullen Hart. They're kind of abstractions. They look like they could be record covers. It's um, some of them are on pieces of paper perforated to be. They came from a notebook. There's pen, marker, watercolor. 
I'm interested that this guy was a musician and artist. He is a musician. He is an artist. Born 1971, June 14, 1971, American pop musician and painter, founder of the Elephant Six Recording Company, as well as Olivia Tremor Control. That band broke up, Hart and other former members regrouped to create circulatory system. So I'm interested, dude has MS. I bought the book and I got I got a little drawing in the front and it says like to John, sign Will Cullen Hart and it's a crown, a sparkling crown. So a bit more serious than the Isla Poop song. I'll put a link to that, I promise. You should subscribe to what's the matter with me podcast go to what's the matter with me.org and just enter your email address and subscribe trust me then you'll get the link to i love poop in your email and the links to all the other fantastic information so will cullen hart an artist with ms kind of cool it's got me back into Olivia Tremor control. I got to get more into circulatory system. I came up empty with the artist named circulatory system at KFJC. So they don't have anything. It is the KFJC fundraiser right now. And all my spots are on the air. And it's like I'm hearing a lot of them when I listen to KFJC. It's kind of a weird, um, maybe it's stimulating other people to make spots because they don't want to hear my voice. That's what I hope. I guess that's how I was stimulated by Dominic Tricks and Honey Bear. They would come up with a lot of spots. And so I wanted to compete with them. They're gone now. I filled their vacuum and then some with nine spots. I'm already thinking of spots for next year. I got a couple. Maybe I should get more collaborators and take my voice out of it. I did record some that are going to have to go next year with Bridget. I wonder what Bridget's, you know, air name should be. Think about that, Bridget. What's your air name? Bridget is a pretty good air name, but yeah, I think you should have an alias. So I'm like deep diving into Olivia Tremor Control. I have a a bunch of CDs that are in my library. So I've got two, I've got Dusk at Cubist Castle, Explanation 2, Instrumental Themes and Dream Sequences. So, and then I've got the California Demise EP. So I got some Olivia Tremor control. I remember I came up on it when I was in Brooklyn. That's like 90s alternative. Olivia Tremor Control. 
So I've been going through my library, my CD library a little bit, and I've got some jazz CDs. And something annoying about jazz, no other other genres do it, but jazz does it a lot more. It's very common when you get a jazz CD, the genre of it is not just jazz. It's like contemporary jazz or jazz fusion, hard bop, or whatever, man. It's like so many jazz, smooth jazz. There's so many types of jazz. I love hard bop. Hard bop. So, yeah, I'm just like trying to rename my Sunny Rollins CDs from whatever they're called just back to jazz. It's not really important to have like the subgenre of jazz. It's more important to just see all your jazz CDs at a glance. Jazz bows. People, you know that someone, someone with a ponytail was behind that. I have a note in my production notes this week. It's just, I went to my mom's birthday. It was interesting. My mom's a twin. So the twins had their birthday party. And I was in the wheelchair because the AFO was not working for me to get around. So... But it was not really, I was on the um, the deck and then this old lady almost fell on me. So I was like, I got to get out of here. These are all old people. I'm going to trip an old person. And so I, I went to my table and I, it was in the corner of the room. And that was kind of a weird choice. I didn't want to be stuck in the middle of the room. So I was stuck in the corner. I was close to the stage, but the podium on this stage made it so I couldn't actually see what was going on. I went to a table in the corner of the room. Nobody sat next to me the whole time. It was like a crowded party. And so there was an empty chair And I like received people. And it was hard because my grandma would would do that as well. She would like post up in the corner. And so I kind of like to get around more than that. I'm conscious of not posting up in the corner. Anyway, I received people like I was the Pope. I stared at them. I was like, who are you? Because most of them, I haven't seen them since my mom's 50th birthday party. So that was 25 years prior. And then they were like older. And I'm like, which one are you? And then I was older. Like I was in a wheelchair. I was close to the stage. Kind of these notes are a little scattered. I'll just read them to you. Hard to get around. Trying not to go nuts. Burning man attendees got to go home. When will I get to leave? So I'm just like stuck in my wheelchair. I was. Now I'm trying to move out of it. 
it's not here in the office with me. It's on the other side of the house. I left it there. I try not to get in it until later in the afternoon or in the evening or as late as I can. I read this interactive piece about urban planning for seniors and like how many feet per second, how many feet per second does the stoplight assume? And so it's like urban planning for disabled and seniors. Kind of interesting because I think later in life I'm going to want to be in a more urban environment where everything is very close. Right now we're in kind of a suburban environment because it's good for the kids. My wife is going to hear this and be like, we are not moving to New York City. That's all right. We can live in the tenderloin or whatever. The U.S. Open was on. We watched a lot of it as a family and that was cool. I didn't really watch tennis with my family. And then I got into tennis in New York because my friends were into it. So I watched it. And then I was like, this is like sports. But as one of the matches, you know, they have doubles, they have women's, they have men's. They also had wheelchair U.S. Open tennis. And so I saw this Spargarn in the Netherlands versus Fernandez from Argentina. I thought it was cool. Wheelchair tennis. It was a lot more than I thought. They, so check it out. I'm sure it is on YouTube. Spargarn Netherlands versus Fernandez Argentina. It was, it's always cool to see wheelchair versions of like whatever. Speaking of the wheelchair, I called the mobility people remobilizers to get the lift going. And now I have a date. They, I ordered it and they have it on site. September 10th, I'm going to get a wheelchair lift. That, I, that will be on the end of my car. And I, I will have to deal with the fact that I probably don't. I'll probably look at it and be like, ew, ugly. And I think that I have to get over that. Just like with my brace, I had to wear these shoes that I was like, ew, ugly. And the brace, it's ugly. You can see it, ugly. The way I walk ugly you know and all that voice i have to just take that ugly out and realize like i had to do it for myself you know and be like it just is what it is it's actually freeing it's liberating it's not ugly it's liberating it's freedom it's gonna be the ability to put my wheelchair on my car, go to Market Hall with a sample of poppin' hot sauce, find the manager, sample them out, talk to them, and that's gonna be a, a liberating thing. And I'll probably get some cheese, okay? I'm in Market Hall, duh. 
I'm going to get what they got there. I'll get some cheese and some, they got bread, I'm sure, and maybe some olive oil. But I hope I don't buy it. Well, last time I was there, I got the wrong olive oil. And it was about 10 times more expensive than the olive oil that I... It was so good, though. It was... Because upstairs for a market hall is Oliveto. And so basically, Olive... And that's a Paul Bertoli restaurant. Paul Bertoli comes out of the Chez Panisse world. It's just like a California cuisine, Chez Panisse style. Really high quality ingredients. You know, and they always say California food is like figs on a plate, but that is what it is, except they're specific figs on a plate. It's kind of like the artist Donald Judd referred to his minimalist art as specific objects, and it's because they have a certain qualia, a certain dimension, a certain materiality. And it's the same with California food. So we got the olive oil that they serve upstairs. I'm sure because it was just so expensive. When I realized what we had done, I was like, what? We did what? So maybe I'll see if I can figure out how to cut costs. And get, because in my memory, they have like a kind of everyday olive oil and they'll fill your jug. It's kind of a growler situation. I remember they had a machine that dispensed olive oil. I'll have to find that. We did it before. We can do it again. I can do it in my wheelchair. I definitely can get cheese and bread. And I think they have coffee around there. It's it's kind of the spot. I used to work there cracking crabs. I used to work in the fish market. They kind of moved it around and restyled it. The fish market is still is across from the meat. They changed where the meat was. Anyway, it you know maybe I'll get some meat. Who knows? Freedom, liberation. I'll get whatever I can fit. So the lift. October 10th, they'll install. I had one of my son's friends for dinner and they ate seconds and thirds. They ate everything. Everything was gone and it was, I just made pasta. What was it? Ground beef tomato pasta. And it was gratifying when they just ate everything. And for dinner, we, or for dessert, we had watermelon. And I put tahini on the watermelon. And I coughed, of course. Because I have a hard time biting. And then it's juicy and it's tahini. And then John John goes to his friend. He's like, this is normal. This is, this happens. This is normal. I kind of felt self-conscious then. I was like, dude, stop coughing. You're making a scene. Your friend, John, didn't want this. So I felt a little bad. But I got over it, you know. I've been writing AI, or I haven't really been writing. I've been instructing AI to write recipes. And then I've been using... 
I've been instructing the the um, image generator to make a picture, and it's it's kind of a hideous, phantasmagoric. I've been enjoying it. Check it out on hoppinhotsauce.com on the blog. There's some AI recipes and they're freaky. The images that it generates from the recipes are freaky. Recently, I was going in West Oakland and I, I saw the website for 1919 Market Street at 19th and Market which was this big warehouse where we listened to bands and it was horrible acoustic, but we saw a lot of bands there. Noise bands, extreme music. And there was an art gallery there called Liminal Gallery. We'd go to openings that had DJs. It was a scene. You know, there's a website 1919marketstreet.com and now it's like they're trying to you know how long it's been 20 years they're still just doing the same thing selling that building anyway you can move to West Oakland this has been a range of subjects I'm sure you'll agree it's been a stream of conscious narrative Thanks for tuning into the What's the Matter with Me podcast. I'm paid up through the year. 